Good morning, and thank you for joining today's episode. Uh, this is Dana from Financial Aid Compliance Solutions, and today I just wanted to dedicate today's show for um, those uh, financial aid advisors to um, encourage you to get the most money or aid available for your students. Um, this week, when I was processing some files for clients, um, and I saw a number of files come through that the 2020-2021 FAFSA had not been completed. And I was awarding crossover uh, student files, which means that um, they had completed their first year uh, within the past couple of weeks and uh, were being awarded for their remaining hours in the program. And they should have been awarded all of their Pell Grant, because most of them were Pell Grant eligible in the 2019-2020 award year uh, from the 2020-2021 award year. And uh, they're missing out on average $50 in Pell Grant money because the uh, FAFSA had not been completed and was not able to be awarded. Uh, so I am encouraging all of you that are financial aid advisors to make sure that your students are getting the most aid available to them. Not only does it benefit the student, but it also benefits your bottom line because in that $50 is something that the student's going to have to come up with uh, in order to pay the additional uh, money that may be outstanding on the balance uh, for their cost of attendance. So again, I highly encourage y'all to um, sit down, go through your files. If you've got a situation where you have students that are crossing over into the new award year um, and have not completed that 2020-2021 FAFSA as of yet, uh, get call the student and have them complete it as soon as possible. Because as you know, you also may end up with that file selected for the process of verification or you may have to do C code compliance uh, resolution and uh, that will take some time and uh, you just would really need to be on the ball and uh, encourage your students to um, have those completed. Uh, the other thing I wanted to again um, talk about in, as far as aid availability or eligibility to students, um, as I've mentioned several times in the past on the show, uh, there are scholarships available to students for completion, and uh, a lot of times it, the money is still sitting there uh, waiting for someone to apply for it because no one wants to sit down and write an essay or take the time to fill out the application. This is free money that's being offered and can reduce the balance of, again, the bottom line that is owed to your institution. So it would be encouraged encouraging for your students, um, lack of a better word, uh, it would be better for you to encourage your students to sit down, go through scholarships360.org. Even if they're on Twitter, all they have to do is follow the page and it's going to come up on their page. And there are scholarships out there. And granted, some of them are for $1,000, but $1,000 is $1,000. So I would highly encourage you also as a financial aid advisor to follow three scholarships360.org um, to, again, 
help your students and help your institution make sure that you are getting the most aid available for your students. Um, it will help you greatly um, down the road because that money could, you know, not be something that you're chasing after, you know, later on. Um, and also it would be a better experience for your students to um, know that you're, you're looking out for them. Um, and as far as that bottom line goes. Um, the other thing I wanted to share with you is, is that um, also on uh, Twitter yesterday, uh, U.S. News had posted an article about what to know about student loan default. And again, I want to um, just talk about, um, you know, this article is uh, very beneficial, not only from the student side of it, but also keep in mind as an institution that student loan default uh, can also turn into a situation where your default loan rate could be at, at the percentage where you could end up your institution out of the Title IV program because your default rate is your cohort default rate is too high. So I would um, greatly encourage anyone to um, also read the article that was posted um, by U.S. News yesterday um, and uh, take advantage of, uh, you know, some tips that they have available. And um, again, sit down with your students, encourage them uh, with regards to their uh, repayment um, information. Know that, you know, they need to know that when they go into repayment, what they're looking at. And um, I know from the past, um, students do not realize what they're looking at as far as debt goes. And they also do not know that uh, in a bankruptcy, you cannot discharge student loan debt. You can um, just basically carry it with you for the rest of your life because of the fact that the money is funded by taxpayer dollars. So in bankruptcy, you cannot discharge the student loan debt. Um, so again, uh, just make sure that you understand um, the information that you can um, also uh, relay this to your students. Um, again, it's helpful to the students, it's helpful to you, and it's helpful to your institutions um, that you're working for. So uh, having said that, um, I just want to Wish everyone um, a happy 4th of July. I know this year is uh, is a lot different than um, in years past. Um, I know that there's a lot of uh, closures or reclosures going on um, to keep everybody safe because the um, infection rate is out of control, um, which is unfortunate, um, but hopefully everybody will heed the warnings and um, take care of one another. And uh, in the meantime, um, I hope everyone uh, has a great weekend. Have a nice, safe celebration. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me directly. Uh, my email address is danderson at DAS Financial Aid Compliance Services or Consulting Services, I should say, dot com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can look me up there through DAS. Um, you can also uh, look me up on Twitter and you can look me up on Facebook. So, Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.